Welcome to LAPUX Lessons. This podcast is a growing collection of conversations with thought leaders in the online professional development space. Here at LAPU, our award-winning team strives to create world-class online learning experiences that put humanity back into learning. Join us on our journey to innovate in the online classroom and show the world what learning feels like. All right, this is Dr. George Hanshaw, Director of E-Learning Operations, here with my colleague and award winner, Calista Dawson, who is one of the instructional media designers here at LAPU. And she was actually a really big part of coming up with the No Field Do framework. We practice what's called human-centered learning. That's putting the student or the whole person in the center of the learning experience. And to do that, you really need to be able to feel what's happening. That's how learning sticks. Learning sticks because of the connections we make to it and the feelings that we associate with that learning. So I'm gonna throw this off to uh, Calista to say, how did you originally start thinking of this and did it end up how you thought it would once we all started massaging it and working in the field piece to no field do? Yeah. So. The No Field Do framework is a concept that existed before, but it's something we've taken and made it our own. And with designing coursework, we found that industry-wide, the focus seems to be on the what do they need to know and how do they need to demonstrate that they know it. And not a lot of time is spent on how they feel while they're learning. And we saw this opportunity to bring a human-centeredness to our coursework and take that student perspective to everything that we make. And for, for my role specifically, we're creating media, which is in itself intended to be engaging. And that's a huge emotional connection that we get to have with our students. And so taking this framework through our course design process gives us opportunities along the way to identify those key moments where we can evoke an emotion in our user and drive that learning even deeper, heighten our retention rates, keep our students engaged and wanting more, even inspiring them to go and do further learning on their own. You know what's cool that you brought up is when you connect with that emotion, uh, Kavanaugh is one of the big researchers in that area of emotion within learning. And really, that's the strongest way to make a connection because the earliest memories we even have are from when something had a huge impact, emotional impact on us, positive or negative, either way. So if we purposely set out to have a positive impact and create an emotional connection between the content, students are able to really use that in unique ways because it's there, it becomes theirs. That's how they personalize the learning. But uh, really that emotional connection that, that is created is what personalizes the learning so they can use it once they leave whatever course they're in. So as we implemented this, and specifically in LAPUX, as well as our higher education courses, and we try to purposely make that connection one of the things we did just for our listeners is we created a student experience map where we mapped out uh, emotions and feelings along the way as well. And how would you say that that changed our course design in terms of how we engage with students? 
I mean, it changed everything. It changed the user interface that we have applied to all of our courses. It changed the types of media that we have on our menu of things that we create. It even changed the way we approach the creation of those media. We constantly have at the forefront of our minds that concept of what are we doing here to connect emotionally with the student? And what feelings specifically do we want them to have? And so, like you said, we spent a good chunk of time identifying actual emotions. So I always laugh that most of them start with an E. <laughs> so, you know, we want them to feel excited. We want them to feel encouraged. We want them to feel engaged and we want them to feel equipped. Like those are just the, the first four that come to mind. And we work backwards from there. So if I'm the student, what do I need in order to feel those feelings? And that informed every decision that we made throughout the course design process. So the team that's in charge of designing the UI, they're saying, okay, what, what elements does this interface need to, to provide encouragement? If, if there's not gonna be a faculty member who's in the course encouraging them because it's a self-paced course, then what can we put in there that will still create those emotions within them? You know, those are the types of questions that we've had to ask ourselves. And I feel like, I feel like we've done a great job of coming up with really creative ways to accomplish that. That is so cool. Cause one of the things you brought up is through, throughout this as a, as a theme is that human centered or student centered design and how we purposely want to evoke specific feelings to create that, that further connection. And then you went in and started talking about how the UI can do that even when there's not a professor or instructor in the classroom. Can you give a couple of, of examples of like really the ways that we've done that in the courses that don't have an instructor? Of course, yeah. So our, our team is so highly creative that it is, it, the challenge has actually been how do we incorporate all of our ideas, right? Some of my favorite ideas include the gamification elements of progress tracking. We've chosen an LMS theme that has those things built into it where they can see at a glance where they're at within the course. They can easily see what they've done and what they have left to do. And that in and of itself is, is highly motivational, especially for adult learners who are busy and on the go. They can put it down and pick it up wherever they're at. Our UI is also mobile first, which is a huge motivator for our busy students because they can access it from any mobile device. They don't have to be chained to a desk and a computer. We also included right at the top of our courses, this banner at the top of our course. And every time they come into the course, it refreshes with a new quote that is there to motivate them. So sometimes it's regarding growth mindset and it's just a little nugget to remind them that they are capable of doing the tasks at hand. Sometimes it's a quote that's specific to the subject matter that they're learning from an inspirational thought leader in that field. We've done that extra work of including those types of things to inspire and encourage them first thing that they see in the course. We've also added a section to clearly state what is in it for you by taking this course. So all of those things that we want to hand to them that we've discussed in the course design process we're putting it right there in the course for them to read and and hold on to those things. And this also holds us accountable to make sure that every element of the course learning ties back to that. 
So nothing is busy work. Nothing is filler. There's no filler. Everything matters. It all connects back to those skills that we're trying to give them. By being transparent with those things and taking the time to connect the dots for them, that instills those emotions. So they feel cared for. They feel supported. They feel equipped because we took the time as course designers to map that all out for them and make it visual. One thing that I really thought was cool that you said is mobile first, not mobile friendly. So just being responsive is kind of a who cares today. It's designed mobile first. So it's designed to be learned and consumed via mobile device. We like to say it looks very pretty on that mobile device, no matter what size it is. If it's one of your smaller phones, a larger phone, tablet, whatever it is, it looks amazing and it invites people in, right? And that's the first part. You have to make something that's inviting, right? Because nobody's going to walk walk into a monster house uh, <laughs> feeling that they're going to have a good time, right? So it's very inviting how uh, you and the team have set it all up and the way it looks to make that visual first impression. Yeah, that was a, a huge piece for me as as a graphic designer. And I'm very passionate about beauty and something that you've said that I've latched onto is that learning is beautiful. And so the environment that we learn in should also be beautiful. That I never, favorite statement. Yeah, I never <laughs> saw myself working in higher ed. And now that I'm here, I see what a good fit it is for me. The unique opportunity that we've had here at LAPU is, is to create new and beautiful learning environments. It's something that gets me out of bed in the morning, <laughs> but you know, the more effort we put in as a design team to make it look good and sound good and feel good, the more our students are going to appreciate the experience and the more they'll tell their friends that they had this amazing experience. With the creation of LAPUX, it gives us an opportunity to stay connected to our students who have gone through our degree programs because they can keep coming back for more. And we're really, truly embracing that concept of lifelong learning because it doesn't end with a four-year degree. We want to partner with our students for as long as they need us. Right, because it's a partnership. It's a relationship. Anything we do in life that's worth it is, is that relationship. And one thing that I want to kind of uh, add to the mix too is one thing that I find hilarious is that a lot of people talk about rigor and I don't think you can make a rigorous course if you don't have all of these feel elements involved. You can have a course with a lot of content, a lot of data that some people will connect with because they love to read massive articles and, and learn the exact same way that particular professor learns, but it's not rigorous and it's not helpful for all until we make it beautiful and invite everybody in and make that connection. So I'd argue that you can't have a rigorous course without creating learning that touches that field piece on purpose intentionally. One of our core values as an organization is caring. And sure, of course, we want our coursework to be rigorous and rewarding. But if that course doesn't communicate that we care about you as a student, you're not going to get as much out of it. Because honestly, at the end of the day, who wants to teach themselves? Nobody really wants to have to teach themselves. So data dumping and putting information up on a screen for them to go through at their own pace is it's not answering the call of creating that lifelong learner and inspiring passion within someone. 
our students are adults for the most part. A lot of them know what they want to do already. And we use, you know, andragogy to, to approach our students, but we add on all these other theories like growth mindset, grit, all the things you're passionate about, George, just create a fuller picture and a more robust experience for our students because we care about how they feel while they're going through it. At the end of the day, we want to support our students so they succeed. We don't ever want any student to come into one of our courses and feel overwhelmed and unable to do what's being asked of them. We want to give them everything we can possibly give them so that they finish well and go out into the world with these new skills that they so desperately wanted in the first place. Right. That's, that's something, those skills, how do they get them? How do they connect with those skills? And that's, that's the bottom line, right? So for those that don't know, Calista is an award-winning designer. She's won multiple awards. Don't want to, uh, if I listed them all here, we'd run out of time. But Calista is an award-winning designer. So what would you say to somebody such as myself who is not an award-winning designer? How can I get started with putting that feel into the learning? Step number one for me is always put myself in the user's shoes. What would make this experience more exciting for me? What engages me? And then go from there. Because if I'm bored, my user's bored, right? <laughs> right. And then once you have the idea of what you want to do, if you don't have the skill set you need to accomplish it, go get them. <laughs> or, I love par that. <laughs> or partners with somebody who has them. Like my team, all three of us come from different backgrounds, right? Some are stronger in the writing, some are stronger in the animating, but we're all equally passionate about engagement. And so if somebody has an idea that they got, they want to make something in VR and none of us has ever made anything in VR before, what do you do? You go find some resources and you try it, you give it a go and it's okay to fail. <laughs> it's okay to fail while you're learning. That's, that's part of the learning process. And we've gotten really good at embracing that. And failure becomes exciting at some point because you realize that you're learning as you go. If you failed in this area, that's okay because there's plenty of resources. Even if you just go to YouTube, there's plenty of ways to accomplish the goal. If what inspired the idea in the first place was something you didn't know how to do, then that becomes the motivator to learn the skill yourself. And so you can uh, you can even turn that around and apply that to the thing you're making and say, my student who's going to be learning from this piece that I'm creating doesn't know how to do this thing yet. So I'm going to give them everything that they need along with that feedback to encourage them to make sure that when they're done engaging with this thing that I designed, that they feel good about it. That is so cool. So you, you're putting humanity back into the learning process, making it fun, making it cool, making it exciting. Remember when we were kids, everything was, you were learning every second of the day and it was hugely exciting, whether it was riding a bike, whatever, whatever it was, we were always learning. And then somebody along the way, somebody in ivory tower thought that learning should be boring. And it could only be rigorous if it was hard to stay awake while you were getting the data dump. 
So, so thank you for putting humanity back into learning, making it fun, making it beautiful, making it exciting. Uh, so that is absolutely amazing. So in closing, is there any advice or anything you would like to tell the, uh, the, the audience of, about the no feel do specifically that feel piece? Yeah. My biggest advice is embrace the framework and find all the cool, exciting ways that you can apply it to what you're doing. Because going through this thought process, when you're designing anything, learning or not, going through this process and taking that user-centered focus is going to make your work better. Bottom line, if you ignore the field piece, your work will suffer. The people consuming your design are not gonna walk away as impressed. What you've made could be categorized as forgettable. Why would you want to spend your time on something that's forgettable? The whole point of this is to make it something to remember. So make sure you hit that feel piece real hard. <laughs> make it memorable. I, I love that because when it's memorable, it's it sticks. That's awesome. Well, that's been uh, our conversation on No Field Do. I want to thank you for taking the time to uh, listen to our conversation and really dive into the field piece and put that humanity back into learning, put the feels back into learning. So this is what learning feels like. Thank you for listening to this episode of LAPUX Lessons. We hope you had fun learning something new today. If you did, please take a few seconds to review our podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. We value your feedback so highly because we are doing this for you. Come connect with us on social media so we can get to know you better. All of our channels are listed in the show description. Before you go, we want to invite you to visit x.lapu.edu to see the courses that our awesome team has created. Check back often as we are always developing new offerings. Or you can subscribe to this podcast where we will announce and feature new courses as they become available. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember, this is what learning feels like.